0: Broadcasting from Charlotte, North Carolina, on Sports Byline USA, uniting sports fans everywhere. This is unpacking it with Bryce Johnson. Sometimes I
1: wonder in my darkest moments, why am I going? Why? So God had to remind me, Tommy. That's what life is made for.
0: For the next hour, we will unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Everything in my life should be a spotlight and a reflection and a pointing back to the goodness of Jesus. Bringing you high-energy and thought-provoking sports talk with a purpose.
1: Everything that has transpired since Leah was diagnosed with cancer has really
0: been inspired by God. Now, from his mic to your ears, this is Bryce Johnson.
2: Welcome to Unpacking It, where we unpack sports, faith, and life With intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world, I'm Bryce Johnson. Our website is unpackingit.com. Our guest on today's show is former Ohio State Buckeye and Carolina Panther safety, Nate Sally. He's been a guest before and we're excited to have him back on the show to talk uh, football, faith, and life. And he's also a a coach and consultant, and so we'll we'll ask him just about some practical tips regarding time management, purpose, perseverance, and and so I think he'll be a great encouragement and inspiration to us today on the show. Uh, Coming up next, we'll actually do our segment, I'm Convinced, and I've got some thoughts on the Indianapolis Colts, Frank Gore, and the Washington Redskins. And so we'll discuss some of those topics as well as a couple of the big games taking place in the NFL. Toward the end of the show, we'll do our segment Unpack This about intentionality and how there are certain wide receivers that haven't been getting the ball so far this year. Some big-time players like Odell Beckham Jr. And teams are going to have to be intentional to get them the ball and so we'll discuss how that relates to our own lives and the value of intentionality not only when it comes to a quarterback finding his receiver but also for us when it comes to our faith as well as our relationships Uh, you can subscribe to unpack this and receive it in your email inbox each weekday by going to unpackingit.com so up next it's I'm convinced I'm Bryce Johnson so glad to be with you here on unpacking it
0: Inspiring conversations and intriguing interviews. More Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson after this.
2: We're back here on Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. It's time for our segment we call I'm Convinced, where I let you know what I'm convinced of. And so we'll start in the NFL with the Indianapolis Colts because I'm convinced they need to be taken seriously. That win last week against Kansas City was a legit win, and the Colts are now 3-2 and two on the season. And they've lost to the Chargers. They've lost to the Raiders. Both games were close. That first game of the year, I think the Colts were trying to figure things out. And then the Raiders, I mean, they beat Chicago last week. So uh, the Colts are in the mix. They're going to be a playoff team. I, I'm, I'm convinced of it. And beyond just how good they are and how well they're playing, the whole story is fascinating to me. I mean, I can't get enough of this to think that their franchise quarterback retired two weeks before the season, and they have not derailed this season where they're still on pace to to have a really nice year. They've got great production out of Jacoby Brissett. The players seem to be following his lead. He seems to have the right demeanor. Their team was built to be tough on both offensive and defensive lines. They're they're young enough to where guys are getting better, and so there's a lot of potential on this team. And then they have guys that are reliable, like T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack and some of these even younger receivers that are getting more opportunity. They've got two solid tight ends. Uh, Eric Ebron probably needs to step it up a little bit, but Overall, this Colts team has, you know, responded to a certain level of adversity. Because think about it, most franchises that lost their starting quarterback right before the season would not be handling it this well. And so that speaks to Frank Reich. Now, it's one thing if you're a team like the Saints where you lose Drew Brees, you know, early on in the season, and you have a reliable backup quarterback, but but in Teddy Bridgewater you know he's just you know, trying to keep things going. and He's done a great job, but they know Drew Brees is coming back. The Colts, they said goodbye to Andrew Luck, and there's no intention that, that he's coming back. And so they had to move forward and move forward quickly. And so Frank Reich has this team going in the right direction. And, and you know going into last week, everybody's talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and Pat Mahomes and, and how great they are, and they are. But the Colts got the win they went into Kansas City and they won the game now the chiefs they've got some injuries that that they're struggling with and they'll be fine and they're going to be right there at the end and they still might be the best team in the in the league but it, it's them as the Patriots, but the Colts are right there in the AFC and in the AFC South, a division that they can definitely win, I like the Houston Texans a lot but there are some question marks there, too. They, they've they been great at times, and what Deshaun Watson did last week was incredible. Him and Will Fuller and and the weapons that they have is tremendous, but they've got to keep Watson healthy. And and that offensive line, hopefully they can continue to be reliable because it, early on in the year it was not pretty. But going back to the Colts, I'm just convinced that this story – is somewhat underrated. Like, I feel like they're not getting enough attention. And Jacoby Brissett isn't even getting as much attention as other kind of backup quarterbacks like Minshew or, or Kyle Allen or uh, even Teddy Bridgewater. Brissett should be talked about in, in what he's been able to do in leading the Colts and playing very steady after saying goodbye to Andrew Luck. That's a, that's a big responsibility for Brissett. To, to to be told all right you're the guy and he said that he felt like this was his team as soon as he heard the news like he fe- he I was reading a little bit about this and and he really has taken over and and there's no you know looking over his shoulder or anything like that uh he's he's equipped to handle it and and I just love Frank Reich so I'm rooting for Frank Reich and the fact that he finally got this head coaching job to take over the Colts last year and and the big steps they took last year uh, were were incredible, and and then the the move that he made though last year when I forget who they were playing, but it was that that fourth down play toward the end of the game. They went for it, they didn't get it, and they ended up losing the game. And there was this you know debate of oh should they have gone for it or should they have just you know punted there. And his ability to say no, I'm going for it. I think the team rallied around it, and and ultimately they finished the season so strong they went into the playoffs. I think that mentality, it's a tough team. They're willing to take risks, and they're, I just like the Colts a lot. I like what they're, what the, how they're built and what they're capable of this season. All right, my number two story. I'm convinced Frank Gore is an underrated running back who absolutely belongs in the Hall of Fame. Now, he's in his 15th season in the NFL. So he was a third-round draft pick in 2005, and get this, he, goes, he enters the NFL, remember when he was at Miami, he had two major knee injuries, and so that's why he slipped in the draft. Talented guy, major concerns with, with his knees, and now he's in his 15th season. And get this, he's only missed 14 games because of injury. Okay, so he's in his 15th season. He's only missed 14 games because of injury and only 2 games since 2011. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This guy year after year after year in fantasy football, I kept saying, "Ah, oh, no. There's no way he can do it again. There's no way he'll be back again." Like even all those years in San Francisco, I just I always doubted him. I always doubted him. And I feel like he's always been overlooked just in general by fans and media, and he's now the, the fourth player to, to, to surpass 15,000 rushing yards. That, that's amazing. So he's in the upper echelon of the all-time greats, but I don't think we consider him that way. He doesn't get talked about the, the way we talk about even current guys like Kamara and Barkley and, and Christian McCaffrey and, and Ezekiel Elliott. But Frank Gore, he, this is my favorite stat of all. He's finished each of his 14 seasons leading his teams in yards rushing. And so he's played for San Francisco. He's played for the Colts. He's played for the Dolphins. And now this year with the Bills, he's leading them in, in rushing as well. And, and he, he's actually 79 yards away from becoming the ninth player to reach 19,000 all-purpose yards. The ninth player. <laughs> That's that is absolutely impressive, and and so it's amazing though that that someone this accomplished and consistent and reliable and year after year can can be so overlooked and 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 I to me the longevity is, is so valuable. We've seen running backs have you know short really great careers, and of course Barry Sanders comes to mind. I, I think of Terrell Davis. But when you can do that year after year, and you keep your body in shape, and you know you avoid the the major injuries as well, and some of that's just a, a blessing. But it, the consistency to to be in your fifteenth season and still putting up big numbers, it's remarkable. So I'm just convinced he he deserves some of the recognition, and in some ways, he's getting lost up there in Buffalo because they're talking about the defense and all oh, the young quarterback, uh, Josh Allen, and and so. Don't forget the the old veteran, Frank Gore, still getting it done. 15th season. I can't say it enough. How many running backs do you know playing that long? Darren Sproles, still with the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, he's underrated probably too. So, uh, so that's what I'm convinced of uh, in regards to Frank Gore. Uh, I got one more. So I'm convinced that the Washington Redskins have some major issues as a franchise, and Everybody is convinced of that, right? We're all we all understand this is way beyond a head coaching problem. Or now they fire Jay Gruden, now everything will be fine. No, there are underlying issues with the culture. And last last week we had Ronaldo win. He talked about it, uh, but but my challenge, as I was thinking about this earlier this week, all of us have underlying issues in life, and a lot of times we try to. You know, kind of in our own world, we fire the head coach or we make like maybe one change, but we have to make deeper changes. And so a lot of times these are, you know, these are spiritual changes that we have to make in our own lives. And so before we just totally rip on the Redskins and, oh, they got all these issues, I guess the encouragement is let's just take a look in the mirror and recognize, okay, what underlying issues do I have? And am I trying to solve it, you know, by pointing the finger somewhere else? Or is there something that I need to do inward? That, that that can ultimately change the external circumstances uh, that I'm dealing with. So uh, I just want to throw that in there as uh, as we wrap this segment up. Uh, but that's what I'm convinced of this week. Up next, former Ohio State Buckeye and Carolina Panther, Nate Sally, is our guest right here on Unpacking It.
0: Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson.
2: Thanks so much for joining us on Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. Our website is unpackingit.com. If you visit our website, you can subscribe to our weekday email devotional that we call Unpack This. We take a current sports story related to the Bible and our own lives, and you can subscribe for free on unpackingit.com. And joining us now is Nate Sally, a husband, father, speaker, and entrepreneur who was a college football player at The Ohio State University and a safety in the NFL for the Carolina Panthers. He and his wife Jasmine have three children. He is the owner of Audible Coaching and Consulting, which you can check out at audiblecoachingandconsulting.com. He is also a rapper known as Progress, and his album is called Alive, so definitely go listen to that. I'm thrilled to have my friend Nate Sally back on Unpacking It. Nate, thanks for joining us. How are you?
1: Hey Bryce, how's it going? Glad to be here, man. Thanks thanks for the opportunity.
2: Man, I'm I'm doing awesome and and of course uh love the the football weekend and Ohio mm-hmm. State was was on a bye this week. So so how are mm-hmm. you feeling about the team so far this year undefeated and and with with new yeah. head coach Ryan Day?
1: I think coach Day is doing a great job. I feel like this is as talented as I've seen our team look in a, in a, in a while. And, well, not, not as talented. I think the, the combination of the plays we're calling and the talent are have married up very well uh, so far this year. And I think, our you know, you can't really point out a, a weakness right now. You know, I know we haven't played like a top notch opponent just yet. But you know, you look at special teams, defense, offense is on fire. Like all, we're hitting all, on all cylinders right now, and uh, that's very exciting. So, you know, I'm at a point. It's hard to see if I say if I've seen a team that looks better than us right now. Um, but it's still pretty early, and I think we have a. I want to see us get tested. We haven't mm-hmm. been tested yet and had that game. Um, so until then, you know, I hold off. When, and trying to get too excited, but I love how we're looking. You couldn't can't really ask for, for more than what you've seen out of us to this point. So I'm, it's exciting for There's sure.
2: Plenty of, of dominating wins, convincing wins for mm-hmm. sure, but, but it'll be interesting once the uh, schedule gets a, a little bit tougher. Uh, but but with with new head coach Ryan Day, is there anything specifically that you've noticed maybe differently now that, that he's in charge or just something that, that stands out now that, that the Buckeyes have a, a new guy in charge?
1: Um. I, I think with him already being in the program, that's a great thing. So it made the transition very smooth. And, yeah. you know, how Urban kind of passed things on to him and passed that torch on to him, you know, during the, you know at the bowl game last year. Um, I think that having that continuity was, was good for the transition. Um, but ultimately, um, like, like I mentioned before, I think one of the biggest things is, you know, it looks like our offense, you know, I, I like us getting up the field, you know, mm-hmm. and being more vertical. Especially with our run game, not you know doing the side to side stuff too much, and I think we have a, a bruiser at running back who can who can hit a home run as well, and we're we're taking advantage of that. And Fields isn't a quarterback that wants to run too much, uh, even though he's highly capable, um, but he has a great arm and, and does a great job with that. So I think they're doing a good job of balancing quarterback run, him throwing it in the pocket, uh, and then you know utilizing that, you know, beast of a running back we had back there uh, in Dobbins. Um, so it's exciting to see. I think ultimately, you know, it's clear that Ryan Day has been around, that Coach Day has been around, and he understands the team's strengths. And it seems like every game we're playing to that. And last but not least, I love how even though we've had dominating games he's kept the starters in for a certain period of time mm. and he hasn't let off the gas mm. like and i like that because we're going to need that you know when we do get into a dogfight you know those guys aren't aren't going to be accustomed to you know getting out of the game in the third quarter uh, he he's staying on them and having them you know continue to keep that rhythm going so yeah it's going to be interesting to see as we continue the season
2: absolutely Nate Sally our guest right now on unpacking it former Ohio State safety and, and also played for the Carolina Panthers in the NFL and, and the Panthers are are playing in London and I'm curious your your thoughts on the quarterback situation with the Panthers and of course we know you know franchise quarterback Cam Newton injured didn't play well right. to to start this season didn't play well at the end of last season and, and Kyle Allen has has come in and and won games for for the Panthers and in many ways just not making major mistakes and and managing the game and and utilizing uh, Christian McCaffrey in in the way that the Panthers have and and him playing, Kyle Allen playing a key role just in the overall offense. But what is your thought just on kind of the team moving forward and and decisions that Mm -hmm. will have to be made at the quarterback position? Uh, Where do you come out on all that?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's challenging, man, because, um, you know, Cam is such a unique and you know, once-in-a-lifetime type of talent, um, that it, it makes this whole scenario very crazy. But, you know, it was clear that he was injured, you know, the begin beginning of the season. You know, I was at the first game, and I watched the second game. And it's like he can't even try to run out of, outside of the pocket or get away from anyone. Um, and he was like a sitting duck back right there, man. They were just taking shots at him. So um, I was glad to see him go ahead and, you know, admit that he was hurt and, and go ahead and take a break. I think for Kyle Allen, man, it's one of those situations, you know, where, you know, you don't know when your opportunity is going to come up. You know, he was battling for that second spot, you know, going into camp. And mm-hmm. uh, he's showing right now why he won that spot. And he's showing a lot of teams, you know, and showing the Panthers that, hey, I'm, you know, I'm looking for, I can potentially be a, a legitimate starter in this league um, if he continues on, on, on the path that he's on. But, you know, it's one of those things where the fans' favorite you know, quarterback is usually the backup. And <laughs> let him let Le- 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 start playing amazing. Um, so, I, you know, I try not to get too far ahead of myself, too, like, because, you know, Cam being so dynamic, him healthy, and most importantly, when his mind is right. Mm. Like, he, he can go on any team and make them a contender. He has that, like, LeBron effect. But I think that's also what drives people crazy about him is, like, he doesn't show that all the time and, and hasn't shown it consistently. So, I think that's that's a it's it's a tricky uh situation with, with him because you know what what uh potential is there with him and what he can do for your team. Uh but it's just a matter of like I mentioned, you know, whether mentally he's all the way there and his his emotions and his and his mood is right. Uh when it's right, man, it's like it's not another quarterback you wanna go against in the league with what he's capable of doing. Uh but when it's off it's like it's a whole different different it's on a whole different end of the spectrum. So I like what Kyle's done. He's come in and been very even keel, even when he's made mistakes. That's what I like to see is how guys respond when they when they mess up. And he's uh, been the same guy, and uh, I think come in and and taking full advantage of his opportunity to play. I think worst case scenario, he's put a few extra years on his career, at least as a backup. Worst case scenario, um, if not starting somewhere, um, so. You now we'll see how it goes. I, mean, I think to start off 0 and two and be three and two right now with the opponents we've had to go through to get there, I think that it's uh, very promising and even the two losses with how, how bad Cam played and how you know, how bad your team played at certain points, they still were like one play, two plays away from winning those oh, games man. against like you know, solid opponents, especially with the Rams. You know, and even last year most of the games they lost were those types of games. And it wasn't like they were a bad team. They just found a way to lose versus find a way to win. So
2: that's the, difference.
1: um, yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, what happens, you know, I don't, I don't know what the, what's going to happen when he gets healthy, it's going to be a little tricky, but, uh, <laughs> because they have such a good rhythm going right now. That's, um, that's but, the thing. Yeah.
2: Wait, wait, you hate, you hate to mess <laughs> up the, the rhythm. So, so we'll, yeah. we'll see, uh, we'll see how many, uh, Kyle Allen can, can keep winning and, uh, and, and how healthy Cam can get and how quickly he can get healthy. So uh, a lot of yeah, question marks definitely. surrounding the Panthers for sure as they play mm-hmm. in London. Nate Sally, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former Carolina Panther, former Ohio State Buckeye. And as you uh, look across the the rest of the NFL at this point in the season, who, who are the yeah. teams that, that really have jumped out to you or, or even teams that, that you're maybe higher on just based on on how you know maybe what you've seen from them as as the season goes along.
1: Yeah, man. I think you know ultimately, like the Patriots, it's like come on, like they like every year, every, every year, year. seem like they're doing this, man, to I be six and zero, and you know Brady just playing you know lights out again. Uh, you have to you know respect that and obviously understanding that if you get them in any big game, you know you're gonna have to play perfectly to, in order to beat them. Um so they they have to be, you know, the front runner, if you ask me. Uh, and then I, I like the Chiefs, man. I, I really love what I see out of Mahomes um, and just how he carries himself and obviously the the talent he's surrounded with as well. And I, I feel like they were a team that, you know, obviously they could have easily won that game if, if, if the you know, that guy doesn't jump off sides against the Patriots. They they have a good chance of winning that game last year. So I think those are two that, that stand out to me off the top of my head. I I like what I what I've seen out of the Panthers defense, you know, uh Brian Burns, the the way he's shown up as a as a rookie. Um and it's crazy you know, because I remember him as a young kid. I played his, his brother and I got drafted to the Panthers together. Um oh, yeah. so it just it, it just blows my mind every time I see him out there dominating. Like the last time I saw him he was like this kid. <laughs> you know, uh <laughs> you know, running around with us and and at Carowinds and stuff. And now he's, you know, a full-grown man, like dominating. And I think that defensive line with, with, you know, he and um, Addison uh, caught wreaking havoc off the edges. And uh, I think that the defense with us has been solid.
2: Absolutely. He's Nate Sally, former Ohio State Buckeye and former Carolina Panther with us right now on Unpacking It. He's also the owner of Audible Coaching and Consulting. And so when we come back, we're going to talk coaching. He's going to give us some, some tips on time management. We're going to discuss some of the, the messages that, that he enjoys sharing to both kids and adults as he goes out and, and speaks to the community and, and, and does a, just a, a tremendous job with that. So we've got plenty more with Nate Sally when we return right here on Unpacking It. Hey, hey, it's Bryce Johnson, and I love fantasy football. It's just so much fun to compete against your friends, to get bragging rights when you actually win, but as you know, it can also be frustrating, challenging, upsetting when the players you expect to do great things fall flat, and you lose to your buddy, and then you never hear the end of it. But either way, fantasy football is fantastic, and so here at Unpacking It, we created fantasy football fellowship and we've got the playbook available for you today just go to fantasyfootballfellowship.com basically we take fantasy concepts relate them to the bible relate them to our own lives and we just want to enhance your fantasy football experience throughout the season so it will add meaning and purpose to your fantasy football season go to fantasyfootballfellowship.com That's fantasyfootballfellowship.com and order your playbook today.
0: Bringing you unique insight into the faith and character of guests from the sports world. Welcome back to Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson.
2: Welcome back to Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. Hope you're doing great today. You can check out our website, unpacking We're in the middle of a conversation with former NFL safety Nate Sally. He played his college football at Ohio State and is a, a father and a husband. And he's got, he's got three kids. He's the owner of Audible Coaching and Consulting. The website is Audible Coaching and 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 Nate. Uh, I know how busy you are and and you get a lot of opportunities to to speak and you're coaching different people and and, and doing your consulting. And so I'm just curious, your strategies when it comes to time management, because I know people listening today, you know, a lot of people are busy. A lot of people have, you know, so much on their plate. What are some of your, your tips and strategies that that you implement to to manage your time? Well,
1: yeah, I think, uh, one of the biggest things I think is, uh, you know, understanding how to prioritize things. First off, like understanding like what's the top priority versus you know what's something that that can wait. <laughs> yep. Um, and I think a lot of the times, the things that can wait are usually pretty easy, or you know, to to, to fill in as busy time um, with what we're doing, and it, they're comfortable a lot of the time. So a lot of times we fill in very important time with you know what can wait versus, you know, putting the top priorities, you know, in order. So uh, for me, I think the the biggest thing uh, that I do, I'm still a a major work in progress myself. um, But as you mentioned, I do have a ton going on, uh, you know, with three kids, with, you know, working a nine to five, with having my business as well uh, and and, and, and doing other things. Uh, It's a lot that goes into just a a regular day. Um, So for me, as i did you know before i stepped on a practice field or before i stepped into a game i don't go into any day without a plan so before i go to bed at night i'm I'm always you know ironing out my to-do list and there's it usually starts off with at least you know a, a couple of things two of those things are usually you know getting into my, my bible and reading and then getting a workout in in some way shape or form even if it's just a quick 10 minute workout like Those are the two things that I found help to set my day up for success from there on. So those are two key things that that I that I pinpoint in pretty much every to do list that I have. It usually kicks off with those two, and like I said, I do those first two things, and I I always try to do something that's going to push my business forward before I even start my nine to five. So Mm. whether it's you know putting a new post on on social media or um, creating a speech or Know, doing my audible minute or something along that's pushing my business forward pretty much every day is what i'm what i'm, what I'm striving to do and then like if, I, if i'm able to you know get up read work out do something to push the business forward and and then start my day it's like i feel like i've already accomplished a ton um and then i have you know a, a, a to-do list for my nine to five too so once i get to work i have a spreadsheet that i have and it's, all right, these are the things I'm looking to accomplish, and I put them in order of, of importance as well. So even that's if cool. something comes up, yeah, even if something comes up that's, you know, unexpected, I'm still able to, you know, maybe step away for a second, but I can get back and, and still remain on, on track. I don't know, I know I mentioned a lot there, but ultimately, man, never go to sleep without a plan. That's the mm. biggest thing. Like, you wouldn't step on a football field or basketball court or anywhere else without a plan. Why would you step into the most important uh game <laughs> ever which is your life without a plan like so i go into every day with a plan so i can look back at the end of my day and, and, and be able to say all right you know no matter how i feel sometimes you feel like you had a crappy day but it actually wasn't that bad you can look back and say all right well i did this this and this like it wasn't as bad as i thought you know i was able to accomplish <laughs> some things so that's, that's what cool. helps me
2: no that that's helpful That that's cool to hear nate sally our guest right now on unpacking it Former NFL safety and Ohio State Buckeye, and and just the to, to continue that thought process, talk about preparation. But but I also know a word that's key for you too is purpose. And so, starting mm-hmm. each day with purpose, knowing your purpose, and mm-hmm. and as you whether it's speaking or coaching or consulting, what are the most common roadblocks that that you find or or you try to help people overcome? For for you know people that are struggling to to either not know their purpose or not mm-hmm. pursue their purpose or or to not take the steps toward you know really living that out. What what are some of those roadblocks that that you've encountered?
1: Yeah, I think two of the main ones is uh, you know some people just don't know. You know they don't they've never even taken the time to understand what they were put on this earth for. Sometimes I ask them that. You know it's like oh I never thought of it. And you know for me. You know, I, I I just did it. You know, really, and took it seriously. You know, four, five six years ago, um, so for me, it's like normal now. But you know, you know, I have to put myself back in that space where I didn't know either, mm. and that's where I want more people to get to, to understanding. All right, this is what I was put on this earth for. And when you're living from that space, uh, it makes all the difference, um, and gives you the extra drive on those dark days when it's tough to you know to push through, and you want to you want to give up. Yeah. Um, when you understand your purpose and your why, and in and, and, and every case, I believe that why and purpose ultimately is going to be bigger than just you. And that's mm. what's going to help you to push through. So that's one big thing, just helping people to identify even what that is for them. And I love, you know, seeing when people are able to, to realize that and to start walking in that and living in that. Uh, and then ultimately, the biggest hurdle, you know, for myself and for, for others, we get in our own way. You Mm. know, we are our our biggest obstacle. You Mm. know, we can, we can clearly understand and know, Hey, you know, I'm at my best when I do this, Mm. but for whatever reason, I keep doing this thing over here and I can't seem to get like, that's why the coaching business is so big right now. It's like people need that extra nudge. Like, Hey, stop me from going back there (laughs) because I don't know why I can't stop doing it. i battle with it and i battle with it still. You know, you have, those thoughts in your mind, and you know the enemy telling me, telling you what you can and can't do, and and ultimately, I think just trusting God through it all, and believing that He would not He would not put us in any situation that we're not capable of handling, and just trusting Him through it all, and just continuing to step, keep moving, keep pushing forward, is a big thing for me.
2: No, that's a that's a good word. We we really do get in in our own way, and and ultimately mm-hmm. we uh, we try to go our own way too, versus. Mm-hmm. God's way, his purpose, his plan and and remaining you know just in his will and and trusting him that that yeah the situations that we face, he'll give us the strength and the power that we need to get through those uh, situations and and to be able to persevere and and another kind of word that that I, I know you speak on and and believe in of course is persistence and yeah. and and perseverance and, and and all that kind of goes along with with both of those words Uh, But but what Mm -hmm. have you learned uh, about that kind of topic and and, and how does your faith impact Mm -hmm. your your understanding of persistence and and perseverance?
1: Yeah, most definitely. Um, You know, for me, and just in general, as I've, you know, gotten, you know, read the Bible more and just read stories of of individuals who who accomplished and achieved success in life, um, that's one key thing that I've seen that differentiates those who achieve success and reach their goals and live the life that they feel called to live. And those who don't is that they don't give up, Mm. you know, ultimately when we understand what our purpose is and what we're put on this earth for, we have to commit to that. Um, you know, I, I speak to people about, you know, burning your ships or, or I had another, you know, individual tell me one time when you're operating your purpose, there is no plan B. So I think, you know, fully committing to, you know, what you feel called to do and what God has put you on this earth to do is, is, is paramount to you becoming who you can be and who you who you put on this earth to be. Um, so I think that that's what, what comes to mind for me. And ultimately, I had to learn that, you know, and I, and I teach my kids that to this day, you know, quitting is not an option. Mm. You know, you start something, you're going to finish. And that's something that I firmly believe that, you know, if you begin those habits now, it's going to be much tougher to, to break them as you get older. So. You know, my daughter, she quit soccer at, like, three years old, and I was very disappointed. I didn't yell at her. I wasn't, like, overly <laughs> frustrated, but she can tell that I was disappointed. Yeah. And even – she's seven years old now, and even when she feels like quits, she's like, Daddy, I'm not quitting. Like, I, I remember soccer. I'm not doing that again. I told you I wouldn't do that. Like, that means the world to me. So I think that, uh, you know, that that's, a, that's a, 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 key, a key, like, a standard or principle – That if you look, you know, throughout the lives of any, you know, major figures in the Bible, uh, you look over, you know, any major figures in in, in our lives that we've seen, any people achieve success, whether it be, you know, people that reach heights of Michael Jordan or anyone who's done amazing things, they've had to overcome some stuff and they, they couldn't quit. They had to be persistent. They had to persevere. And that's what makes those stories so impactful. Is, uh, it, it humanizes them. It shows them, hey, like I've been where you are too. But hey, this is what you can do with that, and that's why I do what I do. Is you know, I understand that my career and everything didn't go the way I felt like it should go, and how I knew that I was capable of, of it going. But at the end of the day, you know, it had to change from why me to you know why not me. Mm. You know, what was this? What was this? What did this happen to me for? And mm. and who is it supposed to impact? And when I speak to kids and kids with people were going through injuries and trying to fight through, I realized like th- that wasn't for me. That was for, for for this conversation right here, right now. For me to be able to pour it to you from a place of of understanding, not just saying it, you know, because it sounds good. Like I can tell you, like, it's gonna be okay. You just have to, you know, follow these steps. So that's what it's all about for me, man. Yeah.
2: That that's great stuff from Nate Sally and and Nate, man, we could uh, we could go all day uh, but but you let's <laughs> let, let's wrap up with uh, with this. You, you mentioned how you know it's so important that you start your day by getting into God's word and, and reading the Bible. So so what have you been learning recently? What have you you've been studying? What what has God been teaching you?
1: Well, I think uh, one big thing overall, you know, trusting Him. You know, right now, you know, two guys and myself, we've been reading uh, about different characters. You know, whether it be you know Daniel or. Peter or Jacob, what you're reading about right now. Through all the stories, common theme is is that when God calls us to do things, you know, it's not always going to be comfortable. And also, when He calls us to do things, is not usually going to go along with the norm of what the world would accept or would deem to be normal. Uh, we're going to have to go against the grain. I think that that's something I'm learning as I read and also as, as, I, as I go through life. You know, there's there's situations that come up. It's unusual. <laughs> you know, it's things that that are happening that I could never draw up on my own, but, you know, I just have committed to continue, continue walking, continue taking those steps uh, because I feel like yeah, that's what he's calling me to do. Uh, and I think ultimately through it all, uh, what I'm learning is we just have to trust him, you know, you know, last thing, you know, with Simon, he stole just just let down your net. Like I know, I, I know you got it all figured out. You're the fisherman, but just, just let down your net. Man. And just trust them,
2: man. So that's kind of where I've learned. That's awesome. I love it. Well, let's end it right there. He's Nate Sally, former Panther, former Ohio State Buckeye. You can check out his website, Audible Coaching and Also, check out his music. He goes by the name Progress, and his album mm-hmm. is called Alive. And and next time you're on the show we'll talk more music but but really appreciate you coming on today and and you're such a an inspiration and an encouragement. So uh really appreciate you being a part of Unpacking it today.
1: Thank you man. I appreciate the opportunity once again.
2: A- absolutely. Great catching up with Nate Sally and fun talking football and and life and faith with him. And next time we got to talk music. He's actually a really good rapper and and he's got some major talent and so I encourage you to check him out on social media. He, he goes by The Audible Coach, uh, but he also goes by Progress. And, and so you can uh, look him up, keep, keep up with him, and uh, go listen to his music as well. So uh, appreciate him being a part of Unpacking It. Coming up next, we'll do our segment, Unpack This, about intentionality when it comes to wide receivers and quarterbacks and how it relates to our own lives. It's next
0: inspiring conversations and intriguing interviews more unpacking it with bryce johnson after this
2: this is unpacking it i'm bryce johnson it's time for our final segment of the day we call it unpack this where i take a current sports story and relate it to the bible and our own lives so let's jump right in The NFL is loaded with talented wide receivers, but so far this year, we've seen some of them get off to a slow start. Teams recognize this and know they have to find a way to get the ball into their playmakers' hands, and it requires a concentrated effort and intentionality. Odell Beckham Jr. has lacked production for the Browns, and so his fellow wide receiver Jarvis Landry said, so we've definitely got to find a way to include him even more in the offense and be intentional with it. It doesn't matter if the defense knows it. We've got to be intentional with getting him the ball. The same is true for Mike Evans and the Bucks, Stephon Diggs and the Vikings, and DK Metcalf and the Seahawks. All of these teams want to get their skilled receivers more involved in the offense, and it's going to take intentionality. The concept of intentionality isn't exclusive to the quarterback-wide receiver relationship. It's a trait worth implementing in all of our lives. If we desire to have a deeper understanding of who God is, we must be intentional about studying Scripture and spending time with Him. If we want to have meaningful relationships with friends, we have to be intentional in calling them and inviting them to get together. A growing faith or deeper relationships don't just happen. It takes intentionality. The Bible says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another. Today, let's look at our lives to determine ways we can intentionally make changes while following God's word and seeking his best for us. The Bible says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So I hope you're willing to unpack that for yourselves and really appreciate you joining me today and hope you'll stay connected with us throughout the week on social media and on unpackingit.com. Until next time, I'm Bryce Johnson. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sins. He was resurrected and through faith, I have been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a wonderful week. This has been Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson on Sports Byline USA and Sirius XM, Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio.